0: Hello, strangers, and welcome to the December 31st edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast, the last podcast of the year. I'm your host, Shiro Faenza, and this week we're bringing you four poems. First up is Breaking by Marlene Quaid-Cook. Marlene Quaid Cook is an emerging writer who dabbles in a variety of genres including poetry, speculative fiction, literary fiction, fantasy, and a few less easily defined. A former visual artist and classical ballet teacher, she is adapting to a change of lifestyle after several progressions of Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome left her with decreased mobility and function. Marlene and her husband, caregiver Jonathan, parent two children who also have EDS. She is volunteer director of a small, inclusive community ballet program in Northwest Montana. Social media link, www.facebook.com slash inkyunkindness. Her blog, inkyunkindness.wordpress.com. Content advisories for this poem include ableism, death and dying, and violence in combat. And now, the poem.
1: Breaking by Marlene Quaid Cook Are you there? Where are you now? I've been searching for you since it began. It seems I lost you a lifetime ago. And this minefield is long. I thought going through hell with you would mean something. I gave you all I had. Even that tiny corner of my soul I wasn't using just then. So where are you now? I thought we were supposed to fight the dragons together. But I've been splattered too many times to trust. And too many friends are gone. So I wait. And load. Load and wait. I've been broken too, but it won't matter much longer. This leg I drag won't hold me back from the firestorm. They're coming now. And I don't mind. I'm numb to terror. And used to standing all alone. When I can stand. I locked out the wasteland. But they'll come. Claws will scrape the metal Fangs will part for the howl. They'll charge and rend and batter down this flimsy shield. Ready. Ready and waiting. With more fire than they can imagine. Monsters at the door. But I will blaze a wall for them when they break it down. And when the guns are spent, there's more. Far more in me. Time to burn bright, one last time, one last fight. Break it down, I've been waiting too long.
0: Next up is Spare Parts by Elizabeth Kestrel Rogers. Elizabeth Kestrel Rogers is a graduate of the University of Edinburgh with an MSC in creative writing. She now lives in California, dreaming of becoming a cyborg. She can be found on Twitter, at Kestrel Unicorn. Content advisors for this poem include body transformation, drug use, and shaming. And now the poem. Spare Parts by Elizabeth Kestrel Rogers You on your first lungs? The original some parts still tinted pink, the rest green and clogged. It would be so easy, she thinks, to ask for a replacement. Human, maybe. Slipped in underneath her breasts, or better yet, something mechanical, rising and falling on a machine's time. The anti-rejection meds wouldn't be so bad, compared to all this. They would put them in, sleek and carbon fiber, nanotubes and filtering intact. Now you are whole, they would say. Now your life belongs to us. Outside, the city would be neon. On her right breast, a pulse would beat. Charged, semi-charged, seek a power source immediately. More human than human? Maybe. The fantasy of cyborgs and androids so real, would it be worth it to breathe deeply again? You on your first lungs? Yes, but I won't be for long. Next up is La Belle et la Bête by Miu Miluchna weaves words sometimes. She adores sweet stuff, poo air, and sequential art. She aspires to restore all things paper and wants to start drawing. This peculiar disabled trans, aero, lesbian bookworm disaster lives with her pets somewhere in France near a valley of castles and can be found on Twitter at Miluchna and on Tumblr at nefabatumblrcom XIV. Content advisors for this poem include Blood body transformation, mental health issues, scars, scarification, and self-harming behaviors. And now the poem. La Belle La Bête by Miluchna I planted the seed in my breast, and in its yearning to sprout, an unbearable pain took root. In my pain I rejected everything, your love and compassion even. I devoured it all. Not knowing, not wanting to see the bud growing in my heart, and when it had grown enough, blinded by its red that I thought boredom, depression, anger, I cut it out myself. And instead of trampling the rose like I expected, you plucked it out of the mud it had fallen into, and you replaced it in my lap, when I was in this wheelchair for the nth time of the year. Don't look at me in the eyes, you always told me. It burns, you once continued. This time, though, I did. And I saw the pain being reflected back at me as in a mirror, none the wiser I thought it only mine. It was only when I noticed the rose just about to crumble on your back that I started to understand that you were pained, too. We both came a long way since then, didn't we? One of respect and understanding. Curiosity, too. Hey, do you remember? The first time we met, we were both having checkups done, me for my monthly routine of my fucked-up body for your HRT blood tests, and fucked Tonus, each thought the other the bell, not believing the luck we had to cross paths as we did well after. Born or turned a monster, it doesn't matter. We'll still have each other's back, and love for one another, after all. I'm Charybde and Yarsila. Beast and bell all at once, we both are. Beauty's the beast, right? And our final poem is In the Cult of Nearly Lost Dreams by Tamara Jure. Tamara Jure is a queer, disabled, black femme. They are an MFA candidate in the creative writing program at Purdue University. They tweet at, At Tamara Jure. Content advisories for this poem include disregard for personal autonomy, blood, death and dying, and dysphoria. And now, the poem. In the Cult of Nearly Lost Dreams, by Tamara Jure. A devil licks an angel's wings and conceives a holiday of feathers. A god's fangs drip blood for initiates to solemnly sponge from the carpets. A wilted bloom is a monstrous wish and a generous offering on an empty marble dais. One initiate dreams of the time their mom pulled out their dad's intestines. Another has such rapturous dreams she forgets her dad ever had intestines, ever was a body. In the cult of nearly lost dreams, advanced dreamers become dreams for initiates who walk five paces behind their own footsteps, who are so near death from all the dreaming, they haunt their houses while sleeping. An advanced dreamer slithers with forked tongue out, tasting their own aimless circles, and the bitter tang of the dream he'll become for an initiate who watches consciousness unravel around her. She finds shavings of scapulae, entire woodlands of Capricorn fulfilled childhood premonitions, the prince of her hands, where she walked unconscious. And this has been the December 31st edition Of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast We hope you like what you heard You can leave us a comment on the podcast page And while you're there Check out the donate link at the top of the page As a reminder, Strange Horizons is an all-volunteer organization And we depend on the support of our listeners And that's it for the podcast this week For those of you celebrating Happy New Year